It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I know who you are. I'm Bill Knight. Yes, you are. And you have been for most of your life. How's Wait, the world really? treating you today? Yes, you have. Uh, you know what? The world is treating me great because I am tending to, well, I pay attention, but then I ignore it because there's not a, I try to do something. I try to say something. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm going like, you know, you can bludgeon your head against the wall only so many times. And now I got to clean the walls and uh, paint it. You know, I think one of the good things about doing a podcast, though, like we do, Bill, yeah. is that we reach a lot of people. So we are doing something. We're spreading yeah. the word and we're, we're telling our friends who are listening, hey, you're not alone. You're hey, not you alone. Know, and, and I'm going to ask everyone just to politely, you know, the website is up. It's it's another day.com. And of course, with the podcast there, and we're going to add more pages to it and features, but here's the deal. Uh, it's easy to go to, it pops right up. So it's easy just to take it and send it to a friend and say, Hey, listen to this. If you like the show, chances are your friends are going to like the show. Or if you got a friend that's on the edge, you know, a lot of Democrats are going Republican right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, Interesting poll, Bill. They had a poll like today that, uh, yesterday, that one out of five Democrats who voted for Biden would vote for Trump today. Mm -hmm. That's a bad sign for uh, That's for uh, 20% by my math. Mm -hmm. And you know, Kenosha County, Wisconsin, you know, they were, uh, they were a left-leaning stronghold for the, the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Of course, the Democrats burned it down and they said, right. we've had enough of this crap. They went Republican. They turned red this wow. way. Wow. So they are now a uh, officially uh, Republican there because they said, that's it. Along those lines, this is an interesting lead in bill. Jim Jordan was on the floor of the House of Representatives yesterday. He's a All representative right. from Ohio. And uh, he laid out in no uncertain terms all the damage that has been done in the last 15 or 16 months by this administration. It's a little long, but I think it's worth listening to because it, it kind of backs up what we're talking about here. Uh, thank you, Madam Speaker. I thank the gentleman for yielding. The majority leader just a few minutes ago said, use the term danger to our democracy. Danger to our democracy. Think about this. Democrats have closed the Capitol, allowed proxy voting, kicked Republicans off committee, won't let Republicans serve on this select committee. First time in the history of the Congress, the minority leader was not allowed to put on a select committee the individuals he or she selected. First time in the history of our nation. Democrats are trying to end the Electoral College, trying to end the filibuster, trying to pack the court. This committee, the January 6th committee, altered evidence and presented to the American people as if it were true. And they accuse us of being a danger to our democracy? Mr. Gates was right. We got a border that is complete chaos. We have $6 gas in California, $4 gas everywhere else in the country. We have crime at record levels in every major urban area in this nation. And we have an inflation problem that's at a 40-year high. And this committee has more contempt resolutions for a purely political reason I think the whole committee is purely political, designed to do one thing, keep President Trump off the ballot in 2024. The gentlelady from Wyoming in her opening comments used the term false message. False was used to say big lie. Now I guess it's false message. And I just jotted, I, I thought when she said, I started jotting things down. False, but think about all the false messages we've got from them 
in the last few years. They told us the protests in the summer of 2020 were peaceful. Got a billion dollars worth of damage around our cities that says it wasn't. They told us the dossier was real. They told us it was Republicans. Republicans who wanted to defund the police. That's almost laughable if it wasn't so serious for our law enforcement and for the families who live in those areas where, where mayors and city councils did defund the police. They told us the FBI didn't spy on the Trump campaign. We know that wasn't true. We got inspector general reports to tell us all kinds of things about what they did in front of the FISA court. They said Trump colluded with Russia. We got a Mueller report, 19 lawyers, 40 FBI agents, 30 million hard-earned American tax dollars in that report that said that false message was just that false. They told us COVID didn't start in the lab. Sure looks like it did. They told us the lab wasn't doing gain-of-function research. Sure looks like it was. They told us the vaccinated can't get it. We know that's wrong. Every day there's a new announcement. Member of Congress is getting it. Fully vaccinated, boosted everything else. They told us the vaccinated can't transmit it. They told us that was wrong. And you talk about the biggest false message, the biggest false message that's just been confirmed in the last week, how false it was. The Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. The Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. October 22nd, 2020, two weeks before the election, candidate Biden in a debate is asked about his son's business dealings with foreign companies. He says, quote, nothing was unethical. He said, my son had not made money, has not made money with business interests from, from, with companies with an interest in China. And we all know there are 4.8 million reasons why that statement was not accurate. And how do we know? Washington Post told us. Not me, not President Trump, not Republicans. The Washington Post told us last week, two stories last week, a week ago today, one at 11 a.m., one at 11.04 a.m., two eight-page articles, four minutes apart, confirming what we knew, but what big media, big tech, Democrats colluded to keep from the American people just days before, just days before the most important election we have presidential election, who's going to be our next commander-in-chief? The laptop was real, the eyewitness was real, the emails were real. The only thing fake was that collusion from those individuals, those entities, to keep important information from we the people in the run-up to the most important election we have. And oh, by the way, they were joined by 51 former intel officials, joined in the collusion. You know, it's also interesting, it's funny how that story has changed. 18 months ago, started off wasn't his laptop, quickly switched to, well, it was his laptop, but it was Russian disinformation. And now it is, well, it wasn't Russian disinformation, but Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. Now it was, well, Joe knew what was going on, but he wasn't really involved in anything, anything wrong. Ron Klain told us that, chief of staff told us that Sunday. We need to be focused on the issues that the American people want us to focus on. If you want to talk about danger to our democracy and the biggest false message. I would say what happened, one of the biggest dangers to our democracy and one of the biggest false messages is what happened 18 months ago where that story was kept from the American people. We could dig into that, find out what went on there, why that happened. And we could also focus on the record crime, record inflation, record price of gas, and the chaos on our southern border that's about to get worse about to get worse as the Democrats, as the Democrats look well, to, as the Biden... Gentlemen's recognized for 30, 30 more seconds. And that's about it. Boy, he sums up, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And, you know, everything I got here in these two pages, he uh, he touched on. You know, you talk about the Hunter Biden, uh, the laptop, and right. uh, everything goes uh, going on there. 
Well, apparently, uh, you look at, uh, uh, what is it, uh, MSNBC, CNN, mm-hmm. they are refusing to correct the story about the laptop. They're ignoring it. They're still using the narrative. So even though they have been proven right. wrong, they are fighting it. Tooth They're still and selling now. the lie. They're, they're still selling, selling the, the lie, lie, and they're keeping it going. Now, they're bringing up. They want to. They want to bring in Hunter to uh, uh, a congressional investigation, and Joe Biden because of uh, the dirty bank accounts of the dirty money, and Pelosi, who sat there and uh, said, "That's not going to happen. You can't do that to a president." So there are rules that apply to Republicans, but not to uh, Democrats. You won't see that clip on the nightly news no that's why i i I thought we've got to play it because what he says is so true he said it on the floor of the house but i'd be willing to bet that uh at least three quarters of the people in uh, the house of representatives had left the chamber already and that he was speaking to the cameras with the hopes that somebody would air it well you know what we just aired it and if you just heard it you should share it because let's say that out of a hundred people, mm-hmm. everybody shares it with 10 people. Well, now it's hit a thousand. If they, you ask them to listen and share, that's how things work. That's not about growing the show. That is about getting the word out. You hear something on any talk show that you agree with, share it that's with true. a friend because that's a friend very true. will listen to a friend. What we've learned, Bill, is we can't trust mainstream media to get the word out truthfully to us anymore. It's well, it's just uh, it's a proven fact. They've lied about most of the stuff that he just talked about. They didn't talk about the Hunter Biden laptop. They ignored it. It was so blatantly obvious, so blatantly obvious that there was a story there, and they just closed the door as hard as they could. I remember seeing them. Tried it, trying to discuss it in the debate, and was it Chris Wallace who fought so hard to move on to a different subject? You know, we you said a little while ago about uh, how long has this been going on about uh, suppressing, manipulating the news in in a certain direction. I was thinking, you know, it actually goes on to the days of William Randolph Hearst and his mm-hmm. yellow journal journalism. I mean, they were manipulating the news back then, but, you know, there was no social media. There were no podcasts. People just thought that the the word from the newspaper was truthful, and they took it that way. I mean, they believed what they read because there were no other things that they, they could uh, they could look to. Then the, the media came along with radio and then television, and there were only a handful of channels initially, only three major networks, commercial, one public broadcasting. That was it, so... We watched Uncle Wally at uh, 6.30 at nighttime on CBS or uh, Huntley and Brinkley or uh, who was on ABC? Do you remember who was on ABC back in those days? Rather? Rather? No, he was on CBS. He he followed. uh, It's been a long time, but you know. And that's the way it is. I watched Walter, who actually was a screaming liberal, and he didn't believe anything that – he read, but he knew that he had to read the news because he was a true journalist. He had now, principles he, then, Bill. He had principles. Now, I will tell you this, and then we discussed it before the show, because everyone goes, well, the media, all the media can't be left. Well, they are. All the media uh, or actors 
pretty much in movies are left. And I, I was thinking about it and how things go, because when you're looking for to fill a position with somebody, you usually hire somebody that you like, you know, you kind of get along with, you agree with, mm-hmm. and you can kind of get a feel for where somebody's political affiliations are. Now, we know that the movement of the left, especially the takeover with Hillary and and uh, the, the crazy hippies of the, the 60s, and I'm not saying hippies were all crazy, but the radical left, Right. And the overtaking of, of the Democratic Party happened in the 60s. Well, in Hollywood, too, what, what happens is you're talking to somebody and they happen to comment on things or something like that, and you chime in. Well, you either chime in on their side or you don't chime in on your side. You don't chime in on, the, on their side. They keep that in mind. So the next time a position comes up, yeah. over the course of time, it all feels left because that's how it does. It worked through attrition. Now, how do you counter that? And because you've got to overtake, we've got to overtake and take back things and at least balance it out. And a friend of mine sat there and said, you know, I don't argue with uh, liberals because you can't. So what do you do? You know, when they, when politics comes up and they start laying it on you, best thing to do is, hmm, hmm, yeah. Oh, a you're lot right. of people are doing that already, though, don't you mm-hmm. think so? Yeah, you're right. And and you move on. Now, they're going to think you're on their side. You're not. But when you have the opportunity to get involved, you should. Now, when they see you with a Trump sign or a Republican sign, yeah. well, you're going to get labeled. And now, that's another thing that I was going to touch well, on. You know, the thing is, though, Bill, when you, I, I was listening to a uh, someone who works in Hollywood a successful guy who's a conservative. And he said, you'd be amazed at how many people in Hollywood, uh, the journeymen, the, the tradespeople, the gabbers, mm-hmm. grips, best boys, things like that are conservative, but they've learned like you just said to keep their mouths shut on the set. If someone starts talking politics and they're liberal to not get into a debate piece, it would mean their job. They used to have meetings, by the way, of Hollywood conservatives. There was a group of Hollywood conservatives, and they would right. have to do it in quiet, in secret. They would have to do it like it was a meeting of the Communist Party. You know what I'm saying? They, they would have to keep it to themselves because if word got out, it could jeopardize their careers. Yeah, it is sad that we are that way in society, but this didn't happen overnight. No. This, you know, this was when you and I were kids, this was starting to go on. And it's been a slow takeover. Well, Marlon Brando, I think, was the first in the Academy Awards to have some kind of a public protest. He wasn't accepting his award back in, I think it was 1975. He had some uh, lady who was, I believe, Indian, American Mm -hmm. Indian, come up and accept the award. And then she gave a a speech that was nothing to do with movies, something to do with uh, politics. And and it it caught fire in the press the press loved it everyone was covering that story because it completely changed the landscape of the academy awards now you go to the academy awards and you expect a fist fight <laughs> i mean now nowadays two major movie stars will get into a, a fist fight on the stage and call each other names and by the way the movies bill that were in the top five the best picture awards 20 25 years ago Every single movie in the category was a movie that everybody remembers to this day. 
the movies in the category of best picture this year, hardly anybody has seen. It's like, what the heck are these movies? They have lost contact, lost touch with the people. Tell me what who, the best pictures were last year. Anybody I couldn't know? tell you. I couldn't tell you who the winner was last year. And by the way, people may say, well, maybe that's just you. I love movies. I, I write, I write film scripts. I used to want to, I used to want to write and direct. That's what my, one of my dreams were as, as a kid. Of course, it was hard to do when you live uh, 3000 miles from Hollywood. The thing is Hollywood has changed drastically. It is not aiming its films toward the people, what their likes are. What it's trying to do now is to take the people towards their views. We used to have movies that entertained us. They would have producers creating films that they knew would sell because they gauged the audience. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. went out and they talked to uh, people. They used to do test screenings of their films to see whether uh, people liked how they were going. If they were wrong, they would even go back and shoot new endings or, or yeah. new, new scenes to make it work so that the picture would be more appealing. Nowadays, they create these, these lousy films that really and truly are a fraction of the entertainment that they used to put out 30 years ago. I think it's lost touch. By the way, I think it's an opportunity. I think it's yeah. an opportunity. If I were a conservative uh, producer or a conservative with a lot of money, I would say, wait a second. Why can't we make films outside of Hollywood that are geared to the American people that, that have values in them again? Well, why you can't can, we have, actually, yeah, it's easier uh, nowadays, Bill. It is, it is. And it's happening. And as a matter of fact, if you don't have a political agenda, uh, you really can pull it off. You can pull it off on YouTube. You can actually sit there. You can go to Best Buy, get a 4K cam for 800 bucks, right. and you can sit there and uh, go online and download the software for free and how to write a script, and it, mm -hmm. it, it lays it out for you. You can block right. it out, it's true. do everything, and you can film this movie. Get the uh, editing the soft software. The editing yeah, software. Yeah, you can put it together, and you got a 4K movie, yeah. which is pretty much uh, the standard anyway. And, and as far as actors go, you say, hey, here's my deal with you. Uh, you'll get a mention in this movie, obviously, because you're starring in it. Uh, you'll get some IMDB if you want to fork the money out for that, which is not much. And then you sit there and say, hey, we're going to put it on YouTube. And you get a mm -hmm. percentage. You might get 1% of what they make. But, you know, if that movie got a million views. You're starting to make you, some money. Yeah. You're going to walk away. Uh, even if it's a half a percent, you're going to walk away with 25, 30, now you made, an you made an interesting comment in the beginning, beginning though, if you have no political agenda, you have to be, understand that if you, if you are conservative and you have a it's political be message, a YouTube will probably censor you. Yeah, YouTube they will, will they, probably cut it out. They're owned by Google folks. Unless you're showing it as a documentary, but it's got to it's got to meet their interpretation of history, which mm. uh, the left wants to rewrite. Sure. I mean, the left the left will label you. That's one of the big things they do, is is label the people. I mean, ignore that chirping noise in the background. The, the chirping uh, in the background. Yes. I mean, you look at Hillary uh, several years ago. She called us deplorables. Then she sat there and said, "Well, uh, I wish I hadn't done that." But then Hillary came right back, and the other day in a speech. She was sitting there talking about Republicans being homophobic, uh, every different label she could throw. I know <laughs> that they were racist. Uh, and now, you know, the, the, the phrase out there, if you, uh, if you're Republican, 
Well, you're all of that, but if you're a Trump supporting Republican, well, you're a, a QAnon Republican. There was now. I don't want to. I don't want to get into the racial thing, and I have a comment on racism. But it was a, a, a talk show host that was left of color, and he said, "Well, you know what? Rush Limbaugh is burning in hell, and uh, anybody that uh, is Republican is a racist, and that's just who you are. Admit it." And I'm just sitting there going, "Wait a minute." You know, um, racism is not a black on white thing. And the white people aren't the uh, vermin of the world. No, racism is if you hate any other color besides yourself. So specifically for their skin color. For for their skin color. And when you sit there and go out and want to throw a label on them, well, let's go ahead right here and now and create a new label. Mm -hmm. If you want to sit there and say, you're a racist, oh, you're a Marxist, you're a Nazi, you're a hater, you're a Q non-Republican, then you, my friend, are, are a, a labelist. That's right. You're a labelist. Which side calls conservative women who have courage and stand up for their convictions Karens? Which side calls, like you just said, people who believe in uh, American values and, and are hoping for an America of tradition, they call them QAnons. And by the way, there is there is really no QAnon. If you look into the history of that whole uh, storyline, uh, there is the Q character, somebody who apparently is anonymous, who writes conservative messages to his followers, and, and those people, they believe what he's saying. And the people who follow Q mm-hmm. are labeled anonymous. So there's Q, and then there's the anonymous people who follow him. And somewhere along the line, the media took the two and put them together and made it QAnon, like it's a an organization. There is no QAnon organization, folks. It just doesn't exist. So the left calls people who believe in basic conservative values QAnon now. They will continue to come up with new nicknames and labels because that's what they do. It used to take quite a lot for somebody to be labeled a racist. When I was younger, when I was a kid, if you were a racist, you really had to do something to be called a racist. Now, if you happen to do something that they disagree with for just about anything, they will make you a racist. Who was it? Elon Musk this week, he bought uh, a 10% of Twitter. And Tucker Carlson was saying the day before yesterday, I wonder how long it'll be before they start calling him a racist because he bought 10% of, uh, of Twitter. Then he came, on, he came on last night and he said, well, it didn't take very long. They started calling Elon Musk a racist between the day before yesterday's show and yesterday's show. You know, a lot of the people at Twitter have said, well, just because he thinks he's in charge and controls us, he's not going to tell us who to, uh, who to not post and who to post. In other words, they were saying, yeah. He's they're not going to put Trump's tweets back or put let Trump tweet again, uh, because in their little left mind, it's just wrong. We won't do that because it's fake news. So you are fake news. It's like them going up to uh, when I worked to see when I worked at CBS a thousand years ago, uh, it would be like me complaining about Bill Paley. Bill Mm -hmm. Paley, you know who Bill Paley was. Bill Paley was the creator, founder of CBS. And at the time that I worked at CBS, he was still involved with the organization. 
but it would be like me criticizing Bill Paley. He can't do that. Why is he expanding the network? He has no business doing that. I would be out on my tuchus like that. And I'm thinking to myself, do these people honestly think that they can criticize a guy who owns two, what, $2 billion worth of the stock in the company? And well, this no is actually going to be an interesting experiment as, has, as to how much power the left has and how strong they are. Because if they can control him and he's uh, de facto the head of Twitter now mm -hmm. and they can control him, then, my friends, the boat is sinking and we're far out at sea. <laughs> it's, a long, it's a long swim to shore. I hope uh. you can dread some water because <laughs> it ain't going to be uh. pretty. Bill Gates. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, you know, Fauci's in the news and Bill Gates is in the news. Yeah. And China's in the news. And I think these all kind of relate. Fauci says we're, on, we're beyond ever getting control of COVID. And, of course, they got the new strain. And this and that, you know, that the, the vaccines got to mm -hmm. have them, but they don't really work. Now, Bill Gates came out, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? And he yes. sat there and said, forget about COVID. No, nah, there's another pandemic. How does he know? The horizon. How in the hell do you know, Bill? <laughs> it's because he paid for it. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there going, well, you know, the China connection, all in the business section of news. China's preparing for war with the U.S., partnering with Russia. So I guess they're going to partner. Well, I'm like, going, okay, so we're not going to do a nuclear war. We're going to do a biological war. And of course, the, the biological labs mm -hmm. in the Ukraine, uh, you got China and the Wuhan thing there, Dr. Fauci, Bill Gates. Wait a minute. We got the three players. They're all in a row. Another thing interesting, interesting, China is buying up farmland in the U.S., like it's going out of style. They are they are buying farmland all over the country, and I'm thinking to myself, what country would allow a uh, an enemy of sorts uh, uh, to buy up all of their farmland? This one that this, would open its borders. That's true. And by now, the way, what's that, coming across the borders? Are there secret troops coming in around we, the border? How do in we know Texas, where they own? thousands of acres that is now Chinese owned. And Bill we don't know owned. who's coming across the border. We have no yeah. idea. We don't know whether they're sick. We don't know whether they're terrorists. We don't know what country they're coming from. When I hear Jen Psaki, Miss Space Cadet, being so pompous, like you say, and so arrogant, dismissing, we're going to have telephones and we're going to track them and they're supposed to call in. I I'm want thinking, a Will Smither face so badly, but you Bill, know. they're going to, they're going to throw those cell phones away or they're going to take out the, uh, the SIM cards and make them, uh, they we're going to give them, them cars. We're going to give them gas cards. We'll get them apartments. Probably places oh. to stay. No, you no, 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 no. They can probably get the home of their choice. All they've got to do is say, <laughs> I want that one over there. Yes. And bad luck will bestow the family that owns that home. But don't you worry about them. That's their problem. That's true. You, know, you come over the border. That house is yours. Yeah. They, they get deported. Yeah. Complain about somebody, an illegal on your property. If an illegal oh, yeah, comes be in jail in a heartbeat. Tent, he pitches a tent in your front lawn. And then you complain. And my goodness, if you go out and toss them off your lawn, <laughs> you'll you'll be in court for decades. You know, uh, there was an old joke that when you got audited by the IRS, they would 
an auditor would come over and pitch a tent on your tuchus. Well, now they're pitching uh, tents for illegals <laughs> on your front yard. <laughs> oh, my and gosh. Your we, we have so much more to talk about, uh, but we're running out of time, Bill. We are rapidly ap approaching the end of the show. I should point out that we have a phone that you can call us on and leave a message. And uh, if there's something we should add to the show, we'll look into it. If you just want to say hello, that's fine, hello. too. 833-583-6060. 833-583-6060. Mail at itsanotherday.com. We're on Facebook, It's Another Day. On the internet, itsanotherday.com. So you can find all that information and all the shows Yes, all right there. Uh, the only thing that we left out because we didn't want to scare the hell out of you is right. a picture of our ugly mugs. Hey, you know what we should point out, Bill? That if, if you are listening and you are an advertiser, you like advertising yeah. on programs like this, you can do that. We're looking into doing not a lot of advertising. We don't want to ruin the, uh, the, the structure of the show, but we do are looking into certain people who would be interested in advertising and they would be a good uh, match. So to yeah, speak. and so, you know what? I mean, yeah, there, there, there are the, you know, the home comfort guys of the world and the uh, let's get high guys that advertise in all the talk shows. Uh, it would be interesting to uh, see if we could, uh, you know, just go with uh, something maybe a little different and you want, you know, the guys to talk about it live. That would be us. Right. And uh, if you're a grassroots person, but an advertiser, you'll get a hell of a deal. I can assure you, you won't be uh, getting these people advertising on our program. That's actually a real chant, folks. That was outside of the Disney yeah. headquarters. We talked about this yesterday on the show, but that's the audio from the people who were peacefully protesting outside of Disney because of their woke status, you know, status, status, yes. uh, status, yeah, whatever you want to call it. So are they getting free cars when they come across the border too? They should. <laughs> now, are there still lines at the gas line there? Because if so, they could get maybe a gas card. You know, I heard about the gas card where I, you get to jump the head of the line. I heard about that card. What is what's the name of that card again? It, the, it, well, yeah, it, it's it's the pass your ass gas card. Yeah, now you go right <laughs> to the front of the line and, 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 uh, right. and there's something on the other side. I forget what was it. <laughs> it was, was it get your ass out of jail? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> other side, the get your ass out of jail. So if you do something <laughs> wrong and you're an illegal. Yes. Hey. You know what? Not only do you get to pass at the gas line, not pass gas. Well, I guess you could do that too, but you can get your ass out of jail. It's I a great we, card. I think we should end this before we get in trouble. You'll get it. You can get it at your nearby border if you cross yeah. illegally. Legally, hey, illegally. Hey, Bill, have a good day, my friend. We'll do it again Monday. Oh, man, if they let us. <laughs>